Hey guys, welcome back to the Arthritis Podcast, official podcast of Digital Ang Creative Media Works, the show where each week we take something from pop culture, try to break it down to better understand it. My name is David. Oh, hi, I'm Ben. Laura. Uh, we've changed the structure of the show since yeah, you've welcome, last Laura. been on, Laura. Welcome okay, different. that confused me. Welcome yeah. back. It's the Wild Wild West out here. I am so bright in the camera. I don't know if you could, there's like a sunbeam You're right on. You're a very white boy. Well, half of me is. You're really actually... <laughs> Welcome back, audio That's people. Not That's probably in. being cut out. <clears throat> um, this week, um, uh, continuing our fight month, and if you want to vote on different topics that you want yeah, us to fight cover, night. Oh, the wait. best place to do that is <laughs> patreoncom gzm. Sorry, no, you it's were fight doing, night. You were doing a goof, and I Monday fight night by trying to sell my shit. It's Friday. This goes up on a f- yeah, it goes up on a Friday. Mm. The video goes up on a Saturday. It couldn't be further away from Monday. Uh, it could. It could be on like a Thursday. Yeah, I, I think didn't, Thursday is further away. I didn't do a maths degree. Um, <laughs> and this week, uh, we are talking about the fight scene between Will and Captain Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack, in Pirates of the Caribbean. Numerous reasons, the first of which, I think, is because it's extremely very interesting, the way they put it together. I think it's fun. It's fun. I like pirates. I'm going to probably shatter a lot of illusions today about how that fight scene was made, but we brought Laura on because Laura is a big fan of that film in particular. Uh, I've watched um, that film and probably the first three Pirates films multiple times. Uh Um, Which is the best, do you think? The first one. It's the, it's the right? It was a trick question. Right. Sure. Yeah, no, I no, th- what, no, I mean, you... the first one is good. Yeah. Like, oh, it's I, just ooh, good. Just no, good. But, oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I've watched it so many times. Yeah, now. yeah. I, I know it inside out. It's ridiculous. Interesting. Yeah. How, I, many, I, how many have you seen, David? I think I've seen... I've definitely seen the first Pirates a few times. And I know I've seen the first three. I, seen and I, But I don't four. know if I've seen... No, well, I know I've seen the first two. I don't know if I've seen three, four, or five. Wait. What one was the one that we saw last? We saw number was that, five. Was that five? There's, yeah. there's a lot of these. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of these films. Yeah. Um, number four is the really bad one is with the, the mermaids. One with, is that the one with the big vortex fight at the end? The what? whirlpool fight? Oh, What's the, the, the two wh- ships? That's the third one. That's super that's sound. That's the third one. one. That's the third one. That's at World's End. No, it's that's in one of them. It's also not important that the magic in this world. I mean, I guess, I guess, like ship fight in in weird ocean thing is described all anything. of them. Yeah, yeah but well, the, the one around yeah. the whirlpool is specifically at World's End. Right. Interesting. I've seen that one. I guess the reason that I found this fight when, when you suggested it, I was like. Whatever. But then I started to look at it. But then you watch it. it, you're like, oh, it's actually very good. And I watched it, and then I looked into like the production, and I was like, ooh, Papa's got something to talk about. Because oh, no. <laughs> it's really interesting. I just like I like I just like it as a scene and like what it does for the film, it's, and it's got some really good writing. I think in it's it. a really good example of a fight scene that actually advances characters and plot in a meaningful way that a lot of other fight scenes don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, we're gonna we're gonna where is this where in the film is this? Okay, so it's 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 like it's it's in the first act, isn't it? It's just before Super Captain early. Jack gets locked away, so he's just fled yeah. he's he's just fled the port in the docks and he's running away and, and he comes he's running away the, from the naval boys. Yeah, and, and he comes yeah. into the into the blacksmith and To try and get his shackles off, essentially. Yeah, to, to get yeah. his handcuffs well, off. It's and essentially then, like the f- Third scene of the film. It's pretty early. It's super yeah. early. Which is good, because it's your two main protagonists. Or like the third chapter, quote-unquote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the third beat of the story. So he, yeah. he comes into the to the port, um, 
then this this earlier on this stuff with Elizabeth. The stuff with Will and Elizabeth. Um, yeah. Where she's like she puts on her corset and, he, and, and he she breaks falls the into the thing and just yeah. um, <laughs> she gets a proposal from from Norrington and then falls into the ocean and he saves her and yep. then he gets caught. Yeah. And then this happens. Yeah, so it's- Super early. And, and the fact that it's really early is really important because it does so much, like, heavy lifting as far as characterization is concerned of both Will and Jack. But also, like, yeah. tells you a lot about their capabilities without ever having to be, like, Jack is a feared pirate and also a lunatic. Like, Will, <laughs> Will is a nerd who and likes Will, playing with swords. Will's a dorky nerd and he can't get the girl. Instead, yeah. they're, like, they, they, they show that instead of tell it. And I think that that's a good argument for, like, why sometimes- the argument that you should ramp up your story's intensity as far as like life and death kind of thing is sometimes wrong if you put, execute a scene like this where, you know, J- Jack might kill Will. We're not sure of like his moral code yet. So there's like, yeah. a, there's like an actual. Well, I think I think you at this point you don't know his moral code, but after this scene you do. Yeah, and this he's like he like begs Will to get out of the he's way. Like, he's like, I don't want to kill he's you, like, please and, move. and I don't want to use this he's shot. Like, please move. I mean, <laughs> and part of that, and part of that is tied into the the pistol, which he doesn't want to use because that's his yeah. shot that's meant for Barbosa. Literal it's plant, gun. Yeah, it's planting yeah. A, a yeah. gun for later. But I, I, my reading of that scene was always that he just didn't want to waste the bullet. Well, no, no, he, no, he said this off. shot is not meant for you, and that's, that's what that's, I mean. yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that's what like not not wasting that 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 shot. Well, but, no, but he specifically doesn't want to waste that shot. Because no, I know, but that's the only shot he has. So what I'm saying is rather than not wanting to kill Will, he just super wants to use that shot to kill Barbosa. Yeah, I mean, that's another way to... Like, I think... Because you makes... can't really... That's the one of the things about Jack Sparrow is you have no idea what, like, if, what he really, like, wants or... Because mm-hmm. in later films, there's a lot of, like, back and forth about whether or not he's a good man, um... Yeah, that was a weird thing that they were like, we should investigate that. (laughs) But, like, at the core, he's just a dirty pirate who mostly is out for himself, but he ends up helping them because... Yeah, he's just like a cool rock star anti-hero character. Yeah. Well, he's also not the main character. Not in this this picture. No, no. The the main characters are Will and Elizabeth. Will and Elizabeth. Main character. Like, this, this film is before... He became so, the, the main character. So the bad uh, okay. pirates films are the ones with Jack as the main ah, character. Okay. Like super early in the script, he was like super behind. He was like a super minor character. Like he was more yeah. just the, not even the audience surrogate. He so, was kind of there, but then Johnny Jack, Depp happened. Like he doesn't make a very good main character. He's it's yeah. it's almost like the problem with casting someone like Johnny Depp in a role like that is that he, he just kind of like choose, choose yeah the, he, choose the script yeah he ju- he just choose, choose the scenery he, he just starts scenery chewing and Johnny Depp is so unpredictable and also beat his wife we can't gloss over that and, <laughs> and J K Rowling still hasn't said anything about it it's not important but they should have fired him and just got just got that very good handsome boy back to play that character right. anyway um no but you know he just sits there and choose scenery in the later films because what they what they forgot is that when you're writing captain jack sparrow you have to have a straight man to make him interesting because he's only interesting if he's set against someone that is dynamically straight like will is a dynamically straight character because his arc is simple he goes from like a, a kind of nerdy guy that likes swords to an activated pirate who has yeah. this drive, and it, and it's the drive that he has to change things that is what attracts Elizabeth. And unfortunately, in this film, it does fall victim to that trope. Well, of the even girl is the even prize, but dude, you said nerdy guy who likes swords, and I immediately think of Ben. Oh shit, um, it's fine. It's um, I, I was gonna, I was trying to move faster. The, but, the yeah. interesting thing is that the fifth film actually goes back to him being a side character. 
and yeah. uh, it, it replace it replaces Will and Elizabeth with, with like, another pair of lovers. Yeah, um, one of them is the daughter. Wait, no, one, one of them, of them is, is, the is the son, son of, of Will. Will. Was and, Orlando yeah. Bloom busy? Like he's in the he film, just, but no, he he, was he's busy. he's yeah. got like a really minor. Yeah, part, it's one of the. It's the son but, of like, Will. Yeah, it's Will's son and this and girl. That um, see, yeah. I I think that's smart because. Again, Johnny Depp only has like such a short life on his and he like, beats acting his wife. career, and he also beat his wife, and he does a lot of drugs. <laughs> but you know, like I've I've heard anecdotally that he's actually like kind of like he's a nice guy, but it doesn't excuse the things that he's done, like beating no. his wife, like beating his wife. Right. Um, like you know, but, yeah. but I to me to me what's interesting about this scene in particular is the two characters that play such a pivotal role in these films, the way that they use the. So this whole fight is reversals, and the way that it was explained to me is that when you film a fight scene, there are two kinds of uh, ways that you can approach it. So a reversal fight scene is where you're unsure who is the stronger uh, fighter. So yeah. it's like um, one of them, you know, it, it's a constant back and forth as who's in control, who's winning. And then the other is one is Just, clearly more powerful, and it's kind of a scrap. I mean, more like the it, Spider-Man vulture. Fight it, it starts out almost like as opposed to like duel. Almost like with yeah. Jack teaching Will, where he's like, "Oh, you're pretty good, but how's your footwork?" Well. Yeah, what, what's compelling to me about that is he, he does that kind of mentoring thing yeah. and then tries to escape, and then it's only then that he actually... So that feels like a threat initially, right? When he's like, how's your footwork? And you're like, this is kind of fun, but it, he's kind of trying to get this kid to think too much and he's going to get him off balance. Yeah. It's only when he tries to escape and then comes back that he goes, listen, you're in my way, and now I have to do something about yeah. it. Yeah. And it, it's that smart reversal of... The thing, the first thing that you thought was a threat wasn't, and the second thing that you don't recognize as a threat is the actual threat, and it gives the fight this nice momentum where you go, oh, now it's real, and it's shit's gonna mm. get crazy. Other, other thing about that is, um, then when when that moment comes along, um, Will pulls out this like red hot. It's a sword it, blank. I think it's a poker. It's a sword blank. Oh, it's a sword blank. But <laughs> or is it a, yeah, no, but, fine. But it's definitely a sword yeah, blank. So you, you go from the shot. But where um, sorry, he pulls yeah, that on. out, and the donkey starts moving again. Mm-hmm. Um, because of so earlier in the in in the previous bit, um, mm-hmm. when he's getting his shackles off, um, Jack uses like a, a red hot something or other to mm-hmm. get the donkey to start moving. Yeah, and it sees that, and it goes, oh. <laughs> right, time to get moving. That's actually really smart. That's really good seating for like yeah. a small payoff. Um, and what I like too is that Jack comes back into the room and he threatens Will properly. And then, so the power dynamic shifted because you're like, oh, this guy's a pirate. He might just like kill this dude. We mm. don't know what the turn of the film right. is yet. And then almost instantly, Will picks up the fire poker and you go, oh, it's the table. It's a sword blank. The, it doesn't matter. The, yes, it does. Hot, oh my God. <laughs> it's a hot. The, fucking like the hot stick, you pedantic stick of metal. It doesn't matter. He picks up the hot one, and uh, and Captain Jack has the cold one, so it's not <laughs> as good. Right. Is that you happy with that? It's the red lightsaber. He picks up the red lightsaber, and suddenly <laughs> the power dynamics change again. Where Jack's Jack's like, oh, now I'm on the back foot. Yeah, but then yeah. he loses it, and then he picks up another sword yeah, and another sword. And then it's really just a lot smart because it, it's this constant reversal where. Because of the way that they move the set around and they move the characters around the spaces, you're never actually sure who is in control. Um, until they, you know, so so they go through all that fight sequence, and then Will, I think, um, he's constantly losing swords as well. Well, yeah, he's he's not as he's not. Jack is really good at disarming him because Will is not. Uh, he he's not a better fighter than Jack is. That's okay. He's got plenty of swords, but because he well, and he works there, so he knows where they are, and he's got control of the environment, right? Which is turned on him at the last minute, which is like another reversal when he's up in the rafters and they come down the flower. 
kind of gets thrown in his face. But to is me, that what's flower? I'm not sure what that is. whatever that is. I We're being very pedantic about the details. I assume it was sawdust because it's, it's like a sand, black dust. Yeah. yeah. But I like this idea of even even the small instances in the fight scene are used to reverse the power, like in kind of subtle ways that make you cognizant of the fact that this is kind of a crazy thing that's happening. And, and the other thing that, that I find interesting about that fight scene is that Will ends up looking very stupid because he's covered in this orange shit and he's holding a sword and mm-hmm. then, like, his master comes along and defeats the pirate. With just, like, a bottle. Yeah. yeah. On the back of his head. Like, and, he, and then yeah. he's standing there with like, <laughs> with, like, orange shit on his face and they're like, well mm. done to his master. Exactly. I mean, the whole scene is just irony. Like, it's just irony, 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 where it's like, you know, um, Jack, uh, I, I think he falls over onto a seesaw and launches Will into the rafters. Yeah. And then the irony of that is that then Will cuts a barrel down and it drops down. That's what I want to talk about from, from, a, from a production perspective, which is that this scene is, like, super convenient. Like, it's <laughs> so convenient, yeah. everything that happens. Yeah. Like, there happens to be a crate above the seesaw. Or there happens down. to be a sword yeah. blank in the furnace, yeah. And what's kind of cool about the way that they do it is that it's covered up really interestingly by having, like, the both characters always sort of off balance, or they fall over at weird points, or they, they kind of they move in the space in strange ways. Yeah. And that movement covers up the fact that like, you don't stop to be like, isn't that really awfully convenient that there was a crate directly <laughs> above the seesaw and that, you know, there was a there was a bag of sawdust right in the place where Jack jumped down. Yeah. And well, the, yeah, like, there are all of those things. There even are like some inconsistencies between cuts mm-hmm. um, where like a character will just kind of be somewhere else. But you don't notice it because the background is always so messy that it's like there's no there's no like. There's no consistency of like the like the one eight or like the left side rule or the one eighty rule mm-hmm. in this fight scene, but it's not necessar- necessary. I mean, it's always close enough, and you can still kind of follow what's going on. Yeah, I think another thing is that they use the reverse. Like this, the fight scene in itself is it's not used in the same way as like let's say like the atomic blonde fight scene, yeah. where like that was purely like one character versus just odds mm-hmm. just like bad boys whereas because they have because in this fight scene we have two main characters and this will probably come up in other fight scenes we do they can't just play the game of throwing away people yeah <laughs> like yeah. like jack or will can't die yeah because it's, it's so a, the stakes are sort of a bit higher but to keep to keep the fight scene actually interesting because if you just have two people fighting and like nothing happening then you get bad fight scenes that are really boring and like don't actually do anything i think um, what what helps is that I mean, there's a bit of... Jack has, like, a different goal than just murder Will. He doesn't want to murder him. He just wants to get out. Um, I mean, Will obviously just wants Will, to kill Will Jack. Just, but... Well, Will is kind of... Yeah. Well, even then, like, once they once they start fighting, it doesn't even become about killing them. It, like, they end, like, when they're talking, they're not talking about, like, oh, I'm going to kill you. It's like, not if I kill you first. It's just, like... <laughs> Who made all these swords? It's like I did. It's like why? And it's like because I want. Like they start talking yeah. about like the most mundane it's, shit. It's while the, yeah, it's the scene in the western film where like the cowboy rolls up to a campfire and the guy pulls out a gun and he's like, "What are you doing?" And they like exchange information and then they like from that form their friendship and they go and do the film. Yeah, like it's that initial interaction mm-hmm. that is normally conflict driven because that's how you make interesting scenes. But the smart thing that they did is like literally put a physical conflict in the middle of the yeah the 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 conversational conflict of well you're a pirate yeah but you're a sissy sword nerd boy yeah that kind of 
that dynamic is so well framed within a yeah. fight scene. I, I think that's why like a lot of films start like that, where it's like, you know, in, in a Fast and Furious film, Dwayne Johnson will fight someone and then they'll become yeah. friends because yeah. it's a nice vehicle. Well, I mean, they're to... not even friends at the end of the <laughs> Vehicle, scene. get it. <laughs> Got him. Right. Got him. It's a Fast and Furious joke. Thank you, Ben, for noticing my little joke. Yeah, they're, they're not even friends at the end of that fight, though. Um, no, but no. They've, they've interacted enough that when Will goes to help him... But when I think about it, it sets up pretty much all of the important stuff. Well, mm-hmm. the stuff that's going to be important later. It's like, um, Jack threatened... Elizabeth, um, Will doesn't like pirates. Um, Will is kind of into Elizabeth. Yeah. Jack has that gun which he doesn't want to use. Yep. Um, They're both good at swords. Yeah, it's it's a lot of seating of elements in a very like brief. It's like four minutes that scene, and it sets minutes, up yeah. a lot of stuff. Which is I I and I th- I think that that multi you know we we've talked about this before, but like scenes that are interesting and effective and memorable are multi-purpose. They do like five or six things at once for the story and the plot and the narrative and the characters without it feeling like you're trying to do five things at once. Yeah. And a good example is like the difference between like the film Lord of the Rings and the book Lord of the Rings where the film Lord of the Rings is so multi-purpose with everything because characters will be talking and you'll learn about their backstory and where they're from and who they are. Whereas in the book you meet someone new and there's like a chapter about where they come from. <laughs> that's like, that's the opposite of multi-purpose. Whereas yeah. I feel like this does a good job of being like, Captain Jack Sparrow is incredibly dangerous, but also kind of an insane person. Well, this, this scene actually sets up a lot of character development between Will and Elizabeth, even though they're not even in the same scene, because yeah. it, it sort of creates this proxy character well, this proxy development through Jack because he's like again, he's not the main character. He's, yeah, he's more a of just yeah. So when you you have like the the early sort of um, development you get between Elizabeth and Will is just all you get is Will likes Elizabeth. Elizabeth is kind of oblivious to it, but like not really. You know, it's like that's all you get. Like that's pretty much the development you well, get early on. Well, the the two things you know is that that is that, and she likes pirates and he hates pirates. That's where they start, and they end Does, the. Do they establish direction. that she likes pirates? Yeah, when she's yeah. on the ship, when when she's young, and the, the oh yeah, opening yeah. scene. Yeah, that. She's, yeah. Like, she's like singing a pirate. Yeah, she's I forgot that she exists. The song from the ride. Yeah, because oh. their their arcs are like from the ride. Yeah, <laughs> their arcs are diametrically opposed. Where he yeah. like, he starts off hating them, she starts off liking them, and they go the opposite directions. Yeah. by the end, she hates pirates. And well, she doesn't them. exactly hate pirates because she's so just she's in love with Will, and he's a pirate at the end. From a from a structural perspective. That's what <laughs> I know she doesn't hate pirates, but like they 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 yeah. reverse the arc. So like you that like that's really, really all you get in terms of like between Elizabeth and Will. But uh-huh. when because for like what like the first long like what half hour to like forty minutes of the film, like oh, yeah. they haven't really interacted. But when they do, it doesn't feel even though it is like their first time meeting and like what is essentially you know quite a few long minutes. Um, it doesn't feel like it from a character perspective because this whole time you've had this Jack boy who's just been like interacting with both of them quite consistently throughout the film and chewing so much scenery that you don't know. Yeah. yeah, and like this, yeah. this is like because this is the first time you meet Jack and Will together. To what we, but the first time they meet, yeah, it sets up you know compared to the first time when Elizabeth and Jack meet. Mm-hmm. Which is Mind sort you, of this like weird, like this odd sort of interaction. Mind you, they, like, with with like the the relationship between Will and Elizabeth, it doesn't really have a lot of setup, just because it's like, um, they already set up, that up with 
oh, they've known each other since they were kids. Now she's like the governor's daughter, so she's a bit too high rank for him, but she's always like really familiar with him. It's just that Um, meme. Like it's the- Yeah, Yeah. well, they use the societal patterns to like execute on the concept of- um, They use the societal patterns to execute on the concept of like, we, we need like shorthand- for where these characters are and you know a lot of people criticize that in screenwriting or writing where they're like you've just you've been very lazy if you use shorthand and it's like no otherwise you'd have to like explain uh, yeah. How it is yeah it is tropey yeah, yeah. It's, like you have it's to tropey, it's the farm like, boy trope it, right yeah. yeah it's the superman trope. it lets them get on with all the other yeah, stuff that su- they want to do in the film without having to focus on them falling in love in the first place superman is superman but like he's not superman no i mean the clock can't lowers lane She's, right, she's like an uptown reporter, and he's the farm. Uh, yeah, okay. It was a anyway. big thing in the comics. It's not a sure. Um Scratch it. Make that a bleep, so they don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> don't know what David meant there, but I'm sure it was a valid intellectual. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I think I. So like Elizabeth and Jackson production is like it's the it's like oh you saved me, but even though you're a bad boy, it's like weird that thing. Um, yeah, opposed to opposed when Will to- helps her. Yeah, and well, and then as opposed to when Jack and Will meet, where it's like you get Jack being sort of the villain, I guess, of the scene, and Will being the good the, guy, the good boy. But at that point, you're also following Jack, so you kind of don't want Will to win. So it's an interesting dichotomy of like, and you know, I think the first film really wanted to be about this, but it never quite pulled it off. Which is like, Jack is a pirate, but he's not the worst pirate. Like, Barbosa in this film is the worst pirate. Yeah, he's you know, mm. he's the Blackbeard. Yeah, he's the bad bloke. Well, and yeah. ironically, there is a Blackbeard in this universe, which is never talked about until fucking... Until well, yeah, no, they, yeah, they do, yeah, uh, they do it's mention fine, them. It's they fine, just it's keep fine. bringing in new... Yeah, it's not like they improvised yeah. all of these films or anything. No. More no. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting to me, then, when you think about, like... So, a conversation that I had with Aaron the other night, um, when we were drinking... Shout-outs to Shout-outs to Aaron. Um, I, you can follow him on Twitter if you want. Um, but, At Literal Citrus. That's not. That's your okay. Twitter handle. You've goofed on. No, it's Ira. What are you talking about? Um, hang on. I have to text at the same time. Oh my fucking god, David. Um, I've done it. It's fine. The text is sent. I'm All very right. professional. That was very um, quick. No, so. <sighs> the fuck was I saying? Yeah, Aaron, what were you saying? Why is my phone still blown David? up? Professional David, come on, I was doing this. Uh, Aaron. Yeah. So Aaron and I were having a conversation the other night. Why am I still getting fucking texts? There was a conversation the other night that Aaron and I had. Cutting all that out. That's just going to be the first cut, <laughs> and I got it right the first time. All right. Cool. Um, is that. The Pirates movies are really bad because when they made the first film, they made one film and it was really good. I fucking love the first. So the problem is, and and this is like a product of not just Hollywood, but like of writers in general, where if you execute extremely well on a premise, which is in a certain genre, it's really hard to pivot that premise into something else. So I always talk about Harry Potter because Harry Potter is incredibly bad at... Uh, going from being a, f- a fairy tale genre, which it is in book one and two, into being a mystery kind of coming of age story, which it is in book three. And b- the mechanic they use is the magic, where the magic becomes like a, a sort of a. Rowling introduces rules for the magic that don't make sense, and then she keeps retroactively fixing them. These films do the same thing with the magic, where in the first film, you don't know if the Black Pearl is actually magical, but you kind of think maybe it is. And yeah. that's an exciting premise, because you're like. The ambiguity is what makes that kind yeah, of interesting. Yeah, it's like it's pirates, because yeah. pirates are mysterious. Yeah, and, and like, like, there's a mystique, like, you know... We don't even the- know if, like, if pirates as a whole, as a as a general thing, they're, they're very different, you know, they're, they're kind of lumped in with, like, ninjas, with, like, this mythical cultural thing, but it's like, we know ninjas probably didn't exist, but it's like, pirates? 
I mean, pirates existed. Uh, they were just—they weren't yeah. rock stars. They were just horrible. Yeah. No, uh, but, but ninjas just, don't exist. Well, they, well, they, go they ahead, were. Go they ahead were, and say that. There were people that murdered a lot of people in in those spaces, but they weren't ninjas. No. Um, but, but pirates, though. Pirates definitely existed. Like there's <laughs> historical record of like of people doing that. And but I like they Assassin's weren't Creed very 4, good so. people. Yeah. That's yeah. Thing. Well, they were bad blokes. Yeah. And that, like that's even a fun even area. even like pirate myth, like black like people like Blackbeard, mm-hmm. quote unquote, existed. But there's still myths surrounding they, them. Which, well, Blackbeard was especially interesting because he built his own myth. Like, the things he did was, like, he was a theatrical person. Like, he would put these these wicks on his uh, under his hat and he would set them alight when he boarded ships. And he would become this kind of demon creature on these vessels because no one had seen a fucking candle before. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but I, the, the thing I love about the concept of, these, of, of the first film is, like, there's, like, an element of unexplained mysticism. And then in the later films, they keep trying to explain it and doing oh, a shitty job. There's you, more you and like more and film. more mysticism in it the later films. It gets worse, yeah. I mean, they don't always explain all of it. Um, yeah, but it, it gets the worse. The film but- is kind of a... a, a- kind of a mess it's but and th- that's like, because they didn't understand why the first film worked it wasn't because of the magic it was because of the the structure and the tone and the and the witticisms and the way that it was written yeah. was so compelling and that that element of mystique mind you but i still enjoy the third film they constantly try and explain it I, well it's yeah I, you can enjoy I, I really enjoy the third film mostly for the ridiculous dialogue mm. um that's Oh, there's great elements about it. all of them. Um, but as far as like a whole package, I think I think they they pick the wrong thing to double down on, and that speaks to the level of like if you take this scene in isolation and you showed it to someone that had never seen them before, you wouldn't think there's like magic. You think it's just a pirate. Yeah, film. And, yeah, and they would they would comment on like, oh wow, it's like the way that the dialogue is written is very it's, it's witty. It's bouncy. man, the fighting's really realistic in this film. Hey, as a from a sword fighting perspective, is it good? Just the scene is actually not bad. Okay. I mean, the. Because I can never tell. I mean, there's the, some. I think the most impressive part of it is actually the footwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the soul footwork. fighting is like, it's classic movie soul fighting yeah, where it's not actually they hitting. just kind of touch but the footwork's the not bad. blades together. I and especially it's like, like, oh, you stopped my sword. It's like. I, mm. I especially like when they're actually on the, um, when they're on the raft. And they're jumping. Yeah, there's some and really good sort of, and footwork there. There's this one shot where it's their feet and they're sort of like, I was like, yeah, it's actually kind of like, like, jumping it's between nice. the rafters there. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. The footwork is good. The sword fighting is wild. Yeah, but it's film sword fighting. It's hard to make it. Look Will real. holds a um. He holds a sword incorrectly, and that always catches me. Mm-hmm. The sword he picks up is a. Uh, it's like a, like a military saber, and he holds it like it's a small sword. It's like nah. Well, to be fair, if well. you were if you were on the fly trying to save your life, you might just go to what you're best at. So yeah, which is fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I even and that- then he uses it like a saber, so yeah. it's like. But you could you could read make that- your mind. You off. could read that text as like part of his character develop- I know it's not he, you can read it as he trains in small sword and he happened to pick up a saber yeah, which is like you know if that's how you want to read the text that's fine because I like this film I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt but the other films are for me personally for, for my opinion IMO yeah um, that's fine that's a that's an acronym for yeah it, yeah. Like yeah we know opinion. Okay. we know I learned that one recently okay. um is that <laughs> um yeah like I, I some of the elements in this films don't quite make up for the bad stuff they do but in this film, I think when you take something in isolation and you pick it, you know, you get up close with it. Man, they did some really like not just for like a pirate film, but for films in general, they did some really impressive stuff that I, you know, kind of we haven't really seen since like early Marvel days. I don't think like since in in triple A kind of big Disney or like you know in general, like it's, it's what hard in to terms of like. Well, it's in terms of like technical like character fights. Yeah, like like technical screenwriting. I think it's it's incredibly 
poised by using those vehicles of the character fights and stuff. Even like Civil War, as much as I love Civil War, they probably could have done more with the fighting between the heroes as far as characters. Well, yeah, yeah, the the this fight scene is better than the like the I don't know what the the title fight scene of Civil I War. I mean, it's yeah, better everyone. than a lot of a lot of yeah. fight scenes. I just watched um, Jupiter Ascending oh, God. The, um, the other week, um, and. The thing that got me the most about it was how boring the fight scenes were. Because <laughs> they did nothing for story or character. Yep. Yeah, I watched this one twice and it was engaged both times. So that's... That's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. And it's like, you know, when and you combine, like, the good script with the great vehicle for conflict and meeting and it's getting... very musical as well. This I was going to say, and then, like, you combine that as well with, like, the way that the, they use the, the music and the rhythms and the, and the rhythm, stop yeah. points and the swords yeah. and the... The foley and like the the way that when he throws the sawdust or whatever it is, there's like that kind of. I mean, these a films huge whoosh yeah. is where I first gained a love for movie soundtracks. I mean, it's brilliant. Hans Zimmer. Huh? Hans Zimmer fucking nailed this. Yeah, one. And he, he should did. have done literally nothing else after this. <laughs> everything he's done after this has been uh, almost exclusively garbage. But uh, some of it's been all right. It's been fine. But I it's think like, he does notable. a lot of like the same stuff. Yeah. But... I think because he does so much. A it's lot less of iconic this. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, yeah, if you play someone the Pirates theme, they're like, that's Pirates. That's of Pirates Caribbean. of Caribbean, yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like playing someone the Halo 3 fucking loading screen oh, music. Fuck. They just, oh, they start man. crying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you've done something oh, to them. Boy. Yeah. yeah it, has, it has weight because this film, like, um, why did the screen turn? It's very hard. Let's okay. Um, yeah, like it, it has weight for the right reasons, and I think that instead of what a lot of films try to do now, which is like affect a level of guys, this is important because there's a lot of stuff happening and mm. it's expensive and there's explosions and there's buildings falling down. It's Star important. Wars Episode Three. It's important, guys. Instead of what this film did, which was like let's make a scene feel important by 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 injecting it with a bunch of different purposes that add to the film and make it interesting. And then let's film it in a way that's interesting. And let's make these people do interesting things on the screen that progress the plot, Star the Wars film, and the style. Episode I think we need one, more movies like this. Yeah, we need more fucking Door films tapes. like this. And it's a goddamn shame that the other pirates aren't this good. And I know yeah. it's hard because yeah. you set a really high bar. It's a franchise film. But it's, man, it's, woo, this one's downhill. so good. Mm. And it's, 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 it's unfortunate that... Uh, for whatever reason, the mechanism of Hollywood at that time, I know it's different now, didn't allow sequels to be as good as they could have been. Yeah. Um, and especially given how much of a surprise sleeper hit this was, because basically Disney didn't want to make it. Oh, they were um, like, no, it's a fucking theme park. What are you talking about? They were like, 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 that's a terrible idea. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. Try like, trust us. They were like, people don't like pirate Literally films. Literally up to doing? the point, like, even when it... Up to the point where it came out, Disney was like, you guys are fucking idiots. And then, like, I think the first screening, they were like, eh, it's okay. And then it just... It just went smashed off. Smashed box office. Yeah. And they, Disney was like, no, yeah, whatever, <laughs> fine. Fine. Now, like, okay, us. I guess this is a franchise <laughs> Let's now. Make well, yeah, that was the thing. At that point, they were like, okay, you made a good film, but then make it again. And they were like, do what? it again. And they were like, no, 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 it was <laughs> just the, no, it was, it was just the it was one. It's just good. Like, yeah. no, no, no. We, we didn't plan You're the out, sequels, bitch. guys. Yeah. Guys, it was a one off. We, we, Disney. You out, so bitch. then they had to like break Will and Elizabeth up again and like do all this. Be like, ah, yeah. go to different parts of the world. <laughs> we'll get you back together. And we'll back. <laughs> film five will replace you. Exactly. Film six, we don't know what's gonna happen. Fucking who knows? Oh, they weren't in film four either, actually. Oh, okay. Film four was bad. It was a standalone, which was yeah. why it was bad. That was film that was, was when it was Jack was the main character. Like he, yeah. he had through. this love interest. 
who was oh was yeah. yeah let's not talk about the fourth film i don't anymore. think yeah. i don't think we should dwell on the others no, but that was bad I, f- I feel like i feel like if if there's anything to learn from this it's that when you're trying to execute a like a physical fight scene even if it's like it doesn't even have to be, it doesn't have to be flashy it can just yeah, be it can, but if it has purpose and it has yeah. multiple things happening then it can be really interesting and even this if is talking, this is like the best example of a um of like fight scene as dialogue I would have argued dialogue is fight scene. Or, like, fight scene is a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is, like, you know, and a lot of films try and do that, but it ends up being, like, talking heads where they, it's a, yeah. they hit and then they stop and they go, what What are you bloody doing? And then someone else smokes <laughs> and they go, you're bloody... They kind of do that a bit in this film, but it's it's not constant. It's, and just, it's, but it's just a little bit of it. But it suits the tone because that that's how Jack is and that's how Will is. Like, it, yeah. it makes sense in this world. They both just happen to be very quippy boys. Yeah, whereas, like, in, in episode three when... Um, General Grievous and uh, oh, Obi Wan are fighting, and they just sort of stop to yeah. Let's at just each other. let's just not. So yeah, don't do that. But yeah, yeah I, I guess that's that's your big takeaway. It's like when you're writing a fight scene or looking at them, just appreciate that like the more dynamic and multi-purpose you can make it, the better it is. And that's true for yeah. any scene you write. I think. Yeah, a fight yeah. scene that is just fighting bad guys can get really boring. Well, like, really it, it can. It shows you what a huge difference having one main character fighting nameless people versus having. Like yeah. two main characters fighting each other, and like how different it has to be, and 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 why I think that, like why it's important to use them both in the right context. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of films do the yeah, wrong and like because this is a this is a build up rather than a payoff. Mm-hmm. Like all of the it like seeds it seeds the whole film. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. Instead instead of what as opposed to being like the like the climax that it was an yeah. atomic like bomb. an atomic bomb where it's like the th- it's like oh my god it's finally it's happened. the cl- yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah. Um, but I think that's a good place to end. Ben, do you have any recommendations for this week? Oh, man. I've been playing table tennis in VR and it's oh, the fucking God. shit. Yeah? Oh, man. Like, I I got sick of, like, shooty-shooty games. I was mm-hmm. like, no, nah, I'm, I'm done with firing bows and guns. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's good that isn't shooting? And people were like, buy this $10 table tennis simulator. And I was like, all right. And, man, it's just a good time. When did we become middle-aged people? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds amazing. It's so comfy, dude. I would love dude. to play table tennis in VR with you. Oh, man. And it just it works really well with VR as well, because it in terms of, like, holding a paddle, it's quite a good analog. And in terms of the, like, ping-pong balls are way nothing. So you don't you don't yeah. have to feel it to feel it. Now I'm just thinking that we should play ping-pong in real I just life. want to play ping-pong. <laughs> yeah, really ping-pong's extremely really good. fun. Yeah, yeah it's a fun really game. Yeah. Uh, Laura, do you have any recommendations? Anything you've been watching, reading, uh, listening to? Basically, all I've read this week was your book, David. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> so <now I> that's <laughs> a good, that's a good, a good, good one. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. I didn't read my book this week. No. <laughs> I didn't do the work I was supposed to do, and oh. Aaron is mad. Well, um, I don't think I have anything to recommend, because my, my week is... Oh, no, I've just started watching Fargo which, on Netflix, oh, yeah. and it's incredible. If you fucking haven't, I'm talking directly to you too. Oh, okay. Not just the audience. I've you you not at home sitting it. in your bedroom. I've heard that it's amazing. Or in your kitchen but... making dinner right in your car. Isn't it a film? No, it's a TV series. Three seasons. Each Isn't is it a, a each film is a... by Batman Boy? That is also a film, but the TV show is different. So, yes, is it, it is also a film. Is it based on the film or is it a. Is it related? Vaguely. So, it, it is uses, like the same. It uses thing? the premise, and that, but it's very different. So, it is Fargo as in Ben's. Ben still no not Ben, 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 ben Affleck, Affleck Fargo I uh, yeah I think so he directed yeah Fargo. that always confused me but it's not it's it's very different and the TV show is extremely good all right um it's got a whole bunch of really really good actors in it and the first episode is such a wild premise that the minute you start watching it you're like 
oh, and then when you remember it's all real, like it actually happened, you go, yeah. oh, this is wild. It's the only thing I know about Fargo is that it's based so, on a real story. Super, super worth watching. Okay. Like actually fascinating. And we'll, the way it's we'll filmed. We'll get to that once style. we're done with a Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Yeah. Up to, up to still season seven. Wrong. Just starting season oh, seven. Oh boy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. Right. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> I've just you've you've gone through all of the good episodes of there's like four or five good episodes in season six, like the God Complex, which is incredible. Yeah, we had... and you're into okay. that, yeah. Ooh, season you're into seven the, is you're oh into no, that. you're into the season where Moffat had three ideas and he kept doing them, yeah. and those three ideas right. are Weeping Angels, a library of dead people, and uh, an episode that isn't about the Doctor, and you're none good. of them are good. Right. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, but as always, it's that time of week, Ben. Where can people find us? YouTube. YouTube.com slash DCMworks. Facebook. Facebook.com. We're at DC... I, no, I just lost the URL of Facebook. We're at DCMworks Social on Facebook. Uh, tw- Twitter. Uh, at DCM underscore works. Patreon. Patreon.com slash DCMworks. And I'm, I always do this, but I feel like it's important because... This week, uh, we've got a behind-the-scenes going up. We had one got last week as well of how I make video essays, which, you know, if you're also, into that. Also important because YouTube is demonetizing us. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, oh, this is also important. So if you're watching this on YouTube, basically, we get a lot of views, but because we're not over a thousand subscribers, they've demonetized literally all of my channels. So the Oh, that's good. So the money that I was making, the tail end revenue that was paying for the servers that we, we it's, use for our podcast it's just gone. It's just gone. So, <laughs> Thanks, YouTube. <laughs> so if you're listening on the podcast platform like iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. Chuck us a sub. We please <laughs> we, I now yeah. have to pay out of and I'm not saying you have to, but like now this is no longer like it's not just paying for itself. This isn't funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they they were like, oh, we're just gonna cut your legs out from under you because we were making a decent amount off YouTube. Like, it pay, and it was, yeah, it paid for ourselves. It was paying for the service for the podcast and the website, and now it doesn't. So if you do wanna if you do wanna get exclusive content, I do recommend you subscribe to our Patreon. Um, our lowest tier is three dollars. Oh, just pretty subscribe much... to us on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If we... Well, actually, we need. Yeah, if, if yeah, we listening... need YouTube subscribers. Yeah. If we hit if that, listening... if we if that, if we hit the sub goal, we're fine. Then I'm fine. <laughs> But, you know... We, we have the hours. The hours are fine. We've it's just the, the goal, yeah. to hit the sub card. So, yeah, that would help. And then tell your nan to subscribe. Yeah. She's probably not using YouTube, so she won't mind. Um, but, yeah, We're you know... We're begging and- for subscribers. How, how, oh, my how God. How classy is this? Well, I, I mean, love we sunk. I mean, yeah. you were kind of begging. I was trying to keep it a bit oh, above well, brow, but it's too late now. No. Um, no, the only thing I was going to say is if you do subscribe to the Patreon for, less, uh, f- for more than $3 a month, you get access to pretty much all of the Patreon-exclusive content. All of the stuff. The other awards are just, like, additional things that are sort of uh more personal stuff but yeah for three bucks a month um if and you know what we always say is like if you drop three bucks out of your pocket you didn't notice that's how much you should give because any unless you're in that, australia in which case there would be coins you'd, you'd and you hear notice. them yeah <laughs> but like you're yeah. in the states it's like whoosh, yeah it's just blown away in the off, wind yeah um and you've got access to interface the current uh sort of audiobook Ooh. podcast series that we're running episode six goes up next week i'm Ooh. so close to finishing it and it gets even weirder it gets, it gets worse every time there's a backlog of about 20 patreon only podcasts we've got started doing the behind the scenes of the video essays there's all kinds of updates you can vote on topics for this podcast which, for the year. For the year. For the, and, Whatever and that means. I'm putting up the themes sometime next month for each month of the year. So you can then start to vote on, on things for those for those themes. Um, and yeah, I, f- I feel like that... I didn't ha- I didn't really have a segue no. to the end of the show. I'm at DC on my hip high. I'm at Little Citrus. I'm at Laura Ducky B. And we'll see you guys next week. It was probably a song that reminded me of it. Or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating 
thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as fuck. Makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I? That had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, from. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> is that the new noise? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's a gun sound. It's a rap gun sound. That's the worst. Oh, fuck.